Although I did buy $100 worth of banned books because they're from Florida. <laughs> and I'm going to give them to the kids and see if she lets them take them, I guess. I'm sure she won't say no. They're not anything bad. It's like Atwood, George Orwell, that kind of thing. They banned George Orwell. I think 1984 is one of the books people are after. Oh my God. That's like what the whole book's about. <laughs> And I hear that Chris Christie's entered the fray. And you know, he's come out kicking. I don't hate that. I don't hate that either. Like he's saying everything I would want to about the Trump family. <laughs> I think Christie said something about nepotism. And I, I was like, yes, thank you for putting a definition and a face to that word for all of America to understand what it means when you just hire your kids to hide your documents for you. Like, come on, people, <laughs> be smarter than this. Let's pivot a little bit. And it's something up your alley that Davis Girl District in Utah, this is like primary schools, they banned the Bible. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> and they're going after the Book of Mormon. I know. So this is what happens when all the smart women in town finally realize what the dumb women in town have been doing all month. <laughs> and anybody that has like reason to vote on the school board or whatever, mm. they start getting together and they're like, oh, if that's the rule you're going to follow, well, then here you go. And they're going after the Book of Mormon next and they're right to do so. At least it's starting to make sense now because they're trying to be consistent. Get consistent. They're pulling things by Toni Morrison, like about racism and how it's filtered through different perspectives, right? Which can be, I don't know, upsetting to some people, I suppose. A book upsetting? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so the Book of Mormon is very violent. Oh yeah. And it talks about how some races are more pure than others. A boring racist tale about two different different imaginary tribes killing each other. Not to mention chopping off a head right at the start. No kid is going to sit down with the Bible and go, hmm, let's give this a good read. They're going to be bored straight up. you got to take them into church, force them into an uncomfortable seat, <laughs> and strap them in and put somebody in front of them who lectures them about it. Clockwork Orange style. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, thank God they've reduced the amount of time that they do the LDS church. It's like only two hours now. Uh, they're being very nice to us. After the pandemic, people really enjoyed having their time back. <laughs> and so they were like, do we really need to waste all that time coming back in? No. And maybe we could just like cut some of this out. You know what, though? This is going to be the future for them. They're just going to make the whole church virtual because they don't need people to volunteer to clean the place if it's all virtual because there's no actual place and i reckon that this is what rusty's into no i don't know i no 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 here's where i disagree oh. people whether they like to admit it or not they like to have some loose physical connection with their community in some meaningful way oh yes it's a good way of making a tribe i suppose mm. but some of them are more culty than others right yeah i was going to an atheist church for for a while but then they wanted me to pass the plate and I didn't know what to say so I passed the plate and then I was like mm, okay I'm done yeah. and I walked out like right after that and never went back 
back. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can take the people out of the cult, but then the people just go and make a new cult. I absolutely <laughs> loved putting money into that plate. Oh, you loved it, didn't you, Gigi? Uh, every time I would go and sit through their little thing. <laughs> but, you know, it was really, like, very boring <laughs> yeah. and kind of tedious. And I just thought it was hard for me to really latch on. Your own life was way more interesting already. Oh, God. I mean, what am I going to do? <laughs> All right. So All right. we've had a little bit of a break. I got a bit ill. Let's set us back a bit. I'm much better now. And you've been working. I, I was worried about you know. because... We hadn't had a podcast in so long. The other thing that delayed me was I got really caught up in the aftermath of watching that temple video. Oh. Dreaming up all the ways to respond to it. What did you think? I mean, I expected it to be off, but my God, it's just so wacky. I just kept dreaming up new ways to make fun of it and ended up not getting a whole lot done. Look, watch this space. I'm sure that in the months to come, I'll probably end up making TikToks or something about it. I've already posted on Reddit a bit. Oh, I would love to have you do TikTok. It would be like a way to do it really quickly. Uh, look, nothing I do is really quick. <laughs> I know, but podcasts are a lot of editing. And like, I mean, remember that one time we volunteered to help you out? We're like, yeah, maybe we can do this. And I went into the thing and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. And then my computer crashed and I was like... Nope, I, that's, I can't. I would love to help you, but that is not my jam. Oh, But you would take to TikTok very quickly because it's easy, easy, easy. Maybe, we'll but, see. I think it would be like stuff that I pre-worked out and spent a lot of time on and then I put it out. Oh, I gotcha. Anyway, so we're going to read Mosiah 22 today. And you actually have a copy of the silly book, don't you now? This is the first time using it. Oh, nice. Would you like to read the pre yeah, let me figure out how to look this up using a physical <laughs> copy again because where is Mosiah in this motherfucker? Motherfucker Mosiah! What was happening the last time we talked about this? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Not to pry, but I mean, you could tell me more about your job and shit. It's a really boring job at a bank. Yeah, but you probably have all kinds of drama with your co-workers or something. Oh, I have had drama with my co-workers. I've been saying oh. sacrilegious shit and some of them haven't liked it. Oh, you have to be appropriate at work. <laughs> oh, I would advise you. <laughs> Not as your attorney, because I can't give you legal counsel. But, That's right. Oh. You know what? We're all going to lose our jobs to AI in approximately 3.5 years. So, you know, enjoy it while you can. I think because the way the law system goes, that will not ever be the case on some things. <laughs> like, they're outlawing it in the courtroom. Yeah, they're outlawing AI because it's too powerful. <laughs> I mean... Who's going to win that one? The AI actually invented case law that did not exist. Ooh. And the attorney had asked it, like, are you sure this is real case law? And it's like, yeah, this is real case law. <laughs> and the judge and the opposing counsel were like, no, you cannot do without disclosing up front to everybody ahead of time. Or some just, I think, are flat out saying you can't use it. They're making a big stink about this one particular case, I'm sure. But the thing is, that's just one case. AI will win eventually. Yeah. I have daily conversations with ChatGPT and that thing Me is too. Amazing. Oh, I know. This thing fucking codes, Gigi. You just ask it what you want and it'll code it. Sometimes it makes mistakes, but it'll fix them. What do you ask it to code? Like, give me an example of what you want it to do. 
One of the things I got it to help me do was to create intermediate images between frames in a movie to make it smoother. And this is a common thing, but I was just trying to run the experiment. I got it to write me some code for that and it effing worked. And this is not the only time. This has done this multiple times. I should actually show you one of the conversations I had where it invented some code for me so you know what I'm talking about. Because it saves them all. My brother has been a programmer since the beginning of computers. Hmm. And I'm sure his job will not exists soon mm -hmm. but he's probably put a lot of money in the stock market at this point so he can pivot to retirement i hope so i really do or he can come on here and help us mock the book of mormon should he be inclined oh i know let's get back to our main purpose so can you read the preamble for 22 yes. and as you do i'll probably remember what happened we have a ways to go we need to get chopping on this oh my god chapter 22 plans are made for the people to escape from lamanite bondage the lamanites are drunk the people <laughs> escape return to zarahemla and become subject to king messiah about 121 to 120 bc they've sort of got this treaty where the lamanites are letting king what's his face keep his city there but they're under bondage and they gotta pay tribute now we're coming back to where we started in Mosiah where these guys from Zarahemla went out looking for him, found them, and now I guess they're going to go back to King Mosiah and say, hey, we found our brethren out here, come and kick some ass, and I don't know what they're going to do. Let me read the first three and then I'll give it back to you and we'll go back and forth. Alrighty. And now it came to pass that Ammon and King Limhi began to consult with the people how they should deliver themselves out of bondage and even they did cause that all the people should gather themselves together and this they did that they might have the voice of the people concerning the matter oh my god that's long-winded i know it's hard to read and it came to pass that they could find no way to deliver themselves out of bondage except it were to take the women and children and their flocks and their herds and their tents and depart into the wilderness ah tell solves every problem chuck them in the wilderness. For the Lamanites being so numerous, it was impossible for the people of Limhi to contend with them, thinking to deliver themselves out of bondage by the sword. Now it came to pass that Gideon went forth and stood before the king and said unto him, Now, O king, thou hast hitherto hearkened unto my words many times when we have been contending with our brethren the Lamanites. And now, O king, if thou hast not found me to be an unprofitable servant <laughs> or if thou hast hitherto listened to my words in any degree and they have been of service to thee even so i desire that thou wouldst listen to my words at this time and i will be thy servant and deliver this people out of bondage and also i will suck you off tonight oh god i'll do anything for you king i get down on my knees before you if i have been useful at all just use me oh king what a dickhead i do not think that, that was the intended text here oh i got that wrong I, I don't think that's what they meant when they said bondage my bad that was not the underlying text at all you were absolutely off base with that all right thank you very much Gigi. and 
And the king granted unto him that he might speak. And Gideon said unto him, Behold the back pass. <laughs> what? Through the back wall. Oh, he's going to put some back into it, all right, Gigi. On the backside of the city. Wow, Gideon got back. <laughs> The Lamanites or the guards of the Lamanites by night are drunken. Therefore, let us send a proclamation among all this people that they gather together their flocks and herds that they may drive them into the wilderness by night. Right, so they're saying that they're so drunk that if we get all of our herds together, we can drive them into the wilderness. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, yeah, like, because they want to escape bondage. So it's like, okay, there's this back way that we can go. Sounds like a pretty strange plan, though. If they're drunk, then, like, we can go out there and take them by surprise, I'm thinking. But with the herds? <laughs> Let me make sure I'm not losing any context here. And I will go according to thy command and pay the last tribute of wine to the Lamanites, and they will be drunken. And we will pass through the secret pass on the left of their camp when they are drunken and asleep. Does that make sense to you? Well, kind of. He's invented a secret way behind the camp so that this whole plan works out. Thus we will depart with our women and our children, our flocks and our herds into the wilderness, and we will travel around the lands of Shiloh. And it came to pass... That the king hearkened unto the words of Gideon. <sighs> All right, and King Limhi caused that his people should gather their flocks together, and he sent the tribute of wine to the Lamanites. What a great plan, Smitty. <sighs> Is he just saying they executed the plan? Yeah. Oh my god. We did what we just talked about before. See, now if I was the guy that was carving these plates, my arms would be tired with his BS, and I'd be like they executed the plan and succeeded that's it you'd be scribbling all over the place and be like that's it i'm out of here because you told me the plan already right do you see how we could shorten that up we could tighten that up a bit now if we put this chapter into chat gpt it would tighten it up real real good okay that's where i agree with you but here's where i disagree after chat gpt has done its job a human needs to kind of read that through to make sure it makes sense and that's where your upper learning people come from i mean you it would be negligent to do otherwise at a certain level when it really becomes important that it's interacting with humans or health. You got to watch the watcher. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would sue you. That's right. The first time something went wrong, mm -hmm. we would sue you when you accidentally cut that baby's stomach out using a laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> and you know, that's how the attorneys keep you safe. <laughs> but keep going with the AI because here's why. Do you know what it's really great at? Tell me. Oh my God. In California, we have these AI-driven laser machine tractors that zaps everything that is not the plant that they want it to grow. Oh. So instead of using chemicals, this little motherfucker just crawls across. Just zapping weeds. It's not breaking its back, pulling these weeds, because it's not pulling them. It's zapping them. That's amazing. And that is organic. That's the future. That is what AI is really good at. Because you only pay for the machine once. If it's driven by the sunlight, even better. Right. Because then it's just sucking a little energy out every time it goes by, and it's pointing that energy at the exact right type of plant. And that's 
important because it's very hard for you to do to program something to identify a weed like some people want a dandelion that year right maybe they just don't want a poisonous ivy growing there hmm. just strawberries please <laughs> so it kills everything that's not a strawberry and keeps dandelions if you want them that tangent could have been tightened up by ai too <laughs> it's your turn where are we uh, i didn't quite finish i think tribute of wine to the labor nights and he also sent more wine oh. as a present unto them and they did drink freely of the wine which king limhi did send unto them oh smitty how do you know about the effects of wine you wouldn't drink wine would you smitty i mean he would have seen drunk people by his age when he was making this shit up but he also would have been a bit tipsy as well apparently he liked the wine i think the mormons would deny that though oh they would and it came to pass that the people of king limhi did depart by night what all the people the whole fucking city oh yeah did depart by night into the wilderness with their flocks and their herds and they went round about the land of Shilom in the wilderness they just departed the whole city and now they're in the wilderness and no one can find them what a bunch of crap and bent their course towards the land of Zarahemla being led by Ammon and his brethren ah oh, so they're gonna go off to Mosiah oh. yeah and they had taken all their gold and silver and their precious things what they're not mentioning Ziph Gigi, what the Ziff is up with not mentioning the Ziff? I mean, sometimes you just gotta leave the Ziff at home, man. That's right, there's an appropriate time for Ziff. You can get Ziff anywhere, man. <laughs> Gideon got some of the king's Ziff a little bit earlier. I don't even know what that word means anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to finish 12, which they could carry and also their provisions with them into the wilderness and they pursued their journey. Take it away, verse 13. And after being many days in the wilderness and camping, they arrived in the land of Zarahemla <laughs> and joined Messiah's people and became his subjects. Wow, that's a huge journey in one sentence. They'd rather be somebody else's slaves, maybe. Let's see what happens to them. <laughs> And it came to pass that Messiah received them with joy, and he also received their records. Oh, so he's already like, papers please. <laughs> and also the records which had been found by the people of Limhi. And it came to pass when the Lamanites had found that the people of Limhi had departed out of the land by night, that they sent an army into the wilderness to pursue them. And after they had pursued them two days, they could no longer follow their tracks. Therefore, they were lost in the wilderness. How does he know that they were lost in the wilderness? So this is when the Lamanites are finding out what happened to the people of Limhi? Right, they found out this city had all taken off underneath their eyes because they were drunk by some back pass behind the camp. <sighs> and then they went after them, but they got lost in the wilderness too. It's just so dumb. Thank you for letting us know, Joseph Smith, that that happened. I could have said it faster. Right, yes. It was a forgettable chapter. <laughs> Forgettable, yeah. that's what you are. Oh, God. <laughs> 
Oh, yes, Gigi, it's incredible. Lab Mosiah 22 is so forgettable. <laughs> we turned another page. Oh, this is going to be a long relationship. It is going to be a long relationship. And at the end of it, I'm going to buy that fucking temple. Oh, I know. And turn it into a restaurant. Wouldn't that be the dream? Oh, it is the dream. I want to run a reality cooking show inside it too. I don't want it to be open all the time. But would you make them wear the temple garment? We should make them bake bread with the baker's uniform on that the temple garb has. Okay. Yeah. Those aprons, the ones shaped like fig leaves. Yeah. I mean, those are cute. You put a pocket in there. Uh. Comes with like a baker's hat. We can sex them up a bit. I mean, we can make them classier. Make them useful in some way. Make them utilitarian. Put some pockets in it. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, girls right. would like to wear like fancy white dresses and they end up wearing that. It must be so disappointing for them. Because here's the thing. They change out of those and then they go into public in their normal dress. And those are the pictures they put up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that tells you about how they feel about which outfit they look sillier in. Oh, it's not silly it's sacred and you know you modernize it and you admit that rituals change right maybe they can shorten that video it's so repetitive i mean it's something they show you the whole thing 50 million times you got your hands in the air you got your hands down low you got your hands up in the air again i try to understand it from the perspective of what the people of the time are thinking there's nothing to get no and what the person who's doing it is thinking i know that's what i find fascinating <laughs> Aurora Florence, who plays Eve, what was she thinking? And her husband's in it too. She was in the band Imagine Dragons. <laughs> uh, keep talking to chat GPT. Bye. I will. Bye. <laughs>